You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to This Week in Your Daily Star Trek News. Uh, today is Sunday, April 24th, 2022. Coming up on the show today, if you cannot wait for Star Trek Strange New Worlds on May 5th, uh, then I have a way that maybe you might be able to get a little sneak preview. Uh, also, tickets are now on sale for limited theatrical showings of Star Trek The Motion Picture. And if you would like to get a bottle of the same kind of bourbon that was featured in Star Trek Picard a couple weeks ago, uh, I've got a way that you can do that too. Uh, anyway, my name is Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Now, uh, this is, uh, this is the part of the show where I usually do a spiel to the people who are listening on the podcast afterwards to say, come on over, join us on YouTube. But you'll be glad to know that actually today is better for the uh, podcast people because uh, show and tell, which I will come on to later, uh, really has not much of a visual element. We're kind of going back in time to uh, the beginning of daily Star Trek news, which of course didn't do video. So uh, if you're on the podcast, uh, stick around to the end. It'll be better than it usually is where, I, where you have to kind of guess what I'm showing people. Anyway, it will be fun. And, and of course, uh, next week, come join us on YouTube. It'll be fun. Uh, anyway, uh, I will get onto the poll in just a second, but I do also want to remind you that if you're watching the show today, everything that I talk about is available also on dailystartreknews.com. Uh, also, if you want it to be delivered directly to you and you don't even have to log on to an internet browser uh, or whatever the kids are calling it these days, uh, yes, uh, you can sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter. That's at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Right, so uh, the poll this week uh, should be an easy one, hopefully. Um, it's, are you planning to see Star Trek The Motion Picture on the big screen? So uh, I told you a while back that Fathom Events is bringing it to the big screen um, in May. Uh, are you planning to go and see it? Uh, so your answers are yes, no, obviously. Uh, it depends on COVID, so you might be waiting to see what the situation is like before you commit, or just, I haven't decided yet. Uh, should be an easy answer. Uh, curious to see what you guys say. Uh, and of course, we'll check. Uh, the same poll is running on Twitter while the show is going live, and it will run overnight um, as well. All right, so let's get started on the main show. And I'm just going to just, you know, <laughs> news was slow this week. <laughs> to put things into context for you, um, we are coming up to the penultimate episode of the second season of Star Trek Picard. Uh, we have just under two weeks before Star Trek Strange New Worlds starts, and basically everything that's happening is one of those two things. Uh, you will have seen a number of roundtable interviews going on with the stars of Strange New Worlds. Um, we are not going to cover every single one of those that comes out, although probably we will do like a roundup towards the end of this week. Uh, but really, that's the focus, is really uh, uh, wrapping up Picard uh, and leading into Strange New Worlds. Uh, as a result, news is like a little thin. So today's show <laughs> is going to be a little short, but um, hopefully there's some fun stuff in there towards the end. And we'll do a little bit of reminiscence because, as I mentioned last week, this is actually the third anniversary of Daily Star Trek news. Uh, the first episode, if you go all the way back in the feed, if you even can go all the way back in the feed, the first episode of Daily Star Trek news came out on April 23rd, 2019. Uh, the world was a little bit different back then. Uh, first of all, we didn't have half 
of the Star Trek that we have now, like nowhere near. Uh, and of course, no one had heard of COVID-19. Uh, so today for show and tell, it's actually not a much of a show, uh, but I, I dug up, <laughs> I dug up the scripts from the very first episode of Daily Star Trek News. So we're going to have a look at what was going on in Star Trek at the time. And I even found the scripts for the stuff that I did before I started publishing, which is a little fun. So hopefully that'll be a fun trip down memory lane for you guys. Uh, but that is uh, later on in the show. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, the, <laughs> the tiny, tiny bit of actual news this week. Uh, and hopefully it's stuff that will actually help you guys uh, if, uh, if you're in the right place. So the first one, if you haven't heard about it already, is that the Paley Center, um, which is based both in Los Angeles and in, in New York, excuse me, um, is opening up a Star Trek Strange New Worlds exhibit uh, starting uh, later this week, actually. Now, to give you some context about the Paley Center, they've done exhibits like this in Los Angeles before. And in fact, I went to the Discovery one. Gosh, it must have been 2019. Um, and it was wonderful. It, you know, they bring in uh, the costumes, the props, um, and you get to go really up close to see the stuff that's going on in the show. Really fun. In addition to all that, they ha usually have some other events, panels, etc. going on. Now, of course, they've done that in L.A. before because L.A., Hollywood, whatever. Uh, they moved it over to New York, which actually makes sense because they're filming in Toronto. It's a little easier to get to New York from Toronto than it is LA. Uh, anyway, the details of that, it's called The Visionary Universe of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and it's running from April 27th through the end of May. Um, and it's going to be exactly what I said. It's an exhibit that features Starfleet and Vulcan uniforms, set pieces from the show, uh, artwork, video clips, and more. But that's not all. If you can get there, uh, they're also doing daily screenings of all of the premiere episodes of, of the various Star Trek series. Uh, on the weekends, they've got uh, some family-friendly uh, activities, including screenings of Star Trek Prodigy. Um, and then also, the exciting bit is that on May 1st, which is the Sunday before Star Trek Strange New Worlds premieres um, on Paramount+, Plus, they're offering a preview screening of the first two episodes um, called Strange New Worlds and Children of the Comet. So if you can get feasibly to New York City and you want to see Strange New Worlds early, you can do that. You can find out more information about the whole thing at paleycenter.org. Um, I checked just before the show today and they do still have tickets to those preview screenings. Uh, if you're already a member, you get VIP access. Um, if you're not a member, you can just buy a ticket. So. Um, if you can get there, do it, and um, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to talk about it. So just FYI. Uh, so anyway, there's that. And then also, the story that is not a story. <laughs> uh, so I think you guys know by now, I try not to report on unofficial stuff, but it was kind of something that was everywhere, so I added it. Um, last week, late last week on IMDb, the first five plot synopses for Star Trek Strange New Worlds uh, popped up on IMDb. Now, if you are ever on IMDb, you notice that even before an episode airs, often they'll have the like episode descriptions and the episode titles there. Um, those have since been removed. 
<laughs> so we actually published them on dailystartreknews.com. I don't think they're particularly spoilery because it's just an episode synopsis and it's not a um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds is episodic as opposed to one big arc. Um, but they've now been taken off. So I, I think at the time we said that this is not an, these were not official um, descriptions. So hopefully, I mean, but let's be honest, they don't, usually IMDB is not wrong. Although they're not official, but they're usually not wrong. Anyway, uh, I would say that the titles are still there. This, the titles still do match. So episode one, uh, which I said before was uh, Strange New Worlds. Episode two is Children of the Comet. Episode three is Ghosts of Illyria. Episode four is Memento Mori. And episode five, best title ever, Spock. Well, actually, it's difficult. So it's Spock Amok because Amok, A-M-O-K, is usually Amok, right? Um, it feels like it should be pronounced Spock Amok, but it isn't. Anyway, uh, so that's their... I'm not going to say them on the show because they may or may not be true anymore, but if you want to go, you can read that on dailystartreknews.com. Anyway. Okay, so uh, next up, so that's, that's, like, that's pretty much the like, actual <laughs> series news, uh, but I do want to make sure that you guys know that Star Trek The Motion Picture, which is coming out in cinemas at the end of May, uh, thanks to Fathom Events, who are wonderful, uh, the, the tickets are now on sale for that. So if you want to book your tickets in advance, you can do that. Uh, let's just check the dates because I always forget. Uh, May 22nd, 23rd, and 25th. Uh, limited showings, limited theaters, but you can go onto the website now and see where they're available and you can book them in advance if you want. A couple things to note. This is the director's edition, so it's slightly different from the normal TMP, although I didn't notice the difference. Uh, I would say that if you are at all a fan or even just curious about the motion picture, I would highly recommend going and seeing it on the big screen. I'm going to try and go, I think, for two reasons. Number one, um, the remastering that they've done with um, bringing it into 4K, because I watched it in 4K on Paramount+, Plus, uh, really... Um, I was worried that it was going to be cheesy, but it actually just really, really enhances the film. There are bits and pieces of the original, um, even the DVD and Blu-ray um, versions that were pretty hard to see. A lot of the movies pretty dark, uh, but they did a really good job in the 4K version, sort of bringing it into like it's still dark, but you can see those um, the details much, much better. And they're just... <laughs> there's one scene that that is still pretty blurry but you'll see it when you get there but um yeah it's it's totally worth seeing it for the sort of enhanced visuals um and also if you're an audio nerd it's been re uh, remixed in Dolby Atmos which um I'm not going to get into they call it three-dimensional audio which is kind of like a misnomer but um it is it is pretty cool basically they uh the the, the audio is rendered at the point of display rather than at the, it's not, it's mixed for your system rather than being mixed at the point of um, publishing. It's very cool. You should read more into it. It's very neat. But um, both of those things together mean that that is probably going to be a really wonderful immersive experience in the theaters and is totally worth doing. So um, go to fathomevents.com for more uh, and you can book your tickets now. Okay, 
God, I feel like I'm an infomercial today. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a little slow. Uh, what can I say? Because, and it's not gonna get any better. So the next one is, uh, if you're a fan of bourbon, which I am, uh, you may have noticed that there was a particularly conspicuous bottle of bourbon in the Star Trek Picard episode uh, two of one, which was a couple weeks ago. Uh, Rafi's kind of looking at it um, and decides not to. Uh, anyway, you can buy that bourbon. Um, well, possibly. Uh, it's from a it's from a Colorado-based distillery called NoCo Distillery, and um, it's like a great bit of product placement. It's a small um, small lot of the bourbon that's probably going to be ready later this year. It's going to be a, approximately 500 bottles, and because the demand has been so big. <laughs> Uh, it's actually a lottery to whether you will be uh, allowed to uh, purchase one of those bottles. Um, but you can go on their website right now and put your name down. Uh, it's at, uh, I'd have to look up the, the link because we've linked back to the Denver Post, which has more information on, on the history of it and how you can sign up. Uh, it's a $100 bottle of bourbon, but if you like bourbon. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's so it's not, uh, th to be clear, this is not like a themed bottle. This is not like the Star Trek wines where they sell uh, Chateau Picard Bordeaux or this, the, um, the Romulan ale, you know, the blue one. This is not that. This is just a genuine bottle of Colorado whiskey that was featured in the episode. But if you like that sort of thing, it could be sort of your own little slice of television uh, history for that. Uh, yeah, uh, I will put a proper link down here. It's also got the full story on Denver Post, and it looks like it was actually uh, syndicated to a number of local newspapers too. So anywhere you find it, you'll be able to find it. Um, it's NoCo Distillery in Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah. Uh, and finally today, I just want to give a really quick shout out to um, a friend of this show who I was in the chat a minute ago. I'm just going to check. Probably is still in the chat. Um, congratulations to Dr. Mohammed Noor. I just wanted to say that fully. He's been named the interim dean of Trinity College at Duke University, which is a great honor and super well-deserved because he's a wonderful human being and very, very smart as well. Uh, of course, he's a science advisor on Star Trek Discovery and also has his own YouTube channel called BioTrekkie and uh, the BioTrekkie Explains and he's got a, a series running right now called BioTrekkie with the Admiral where he talks to um, Jane Brooke. Admiral Cornwall from Star Trek Discovery about science in Star Trek Discovery. Don't miss it. Anyway, congratulations to Dr. Noor um, and hi if you're in the chat. <laughs> okay, so I told you it was going to be a short show in terms of news and it is. That's pretty much it for now. Um, probably, I'm, I'm expecting to see things kind of ramp up over the next couple weeks, so stay tuned. Again, be sure to sign up for the newsletter. You'll get all that stuff in your inbox uh, at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Um, and it's the best way to keep up with it. Next week will be, um, <laughs> next week will be the last week before Strange New Worlds. <sighs> I'm really excited. Anyway. Um, okay, I, I do want to remind you, of course, that this show is supported by our Patreon supporters. So if you would like to contribute to what we're doing, please check that out. It's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Uh, I would really appreciate your support. And uh, thank you very much for all of you who are already supporters of us on Patreon, because it really makes a huge difference. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah, and vote in the poll. Um, okay. 
So it turns out I actually have like a million things to show you for show and tell today because it's just how it worked out. Now, last week I told you I was thinking of maybe doing something special for Daily Star Trek News' third anniversary. I completely failed to do that, which if you know me personally, you'll know that that is not a surprise at all. Um, I struggle getting things like that organized. However, I, I did mention uh, to you all that I have some stickers and things like that lying around. So uh, I've got stickers like this. They say trekking every day. Um, I've got the same thing in a magnet. Yay. Um, I also have this one, which I love, and I like to stick up things. It says, no, Star Trek isn't canceled. Um, I've already sent these to a lot of you, but uh, if you have not had any yet, or you would just like some more, maybe you want to give them to friends and family, uh, please jot me an email, info at dailystartreknews.com, and I will be happy to send you out um, as many as you like. So, um, yeah, just, uh, just, you don't have to do anything. Just write to me. Just say, hey, I would like a sticker. You need to send me your address, obviously. Um, but yes, um, just let me know, and I will send them out. Um, so that's number one. Number two is... Um, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, <laughs> this is just a stupid thing that I found today and I do not get a commission for, well, actually, I'll, I'll put an affiliate link <laughs> down below. Um, I got a, 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 an oil diffuser for Christmas. I keep it on my desk when I work and I have discovered today that if you, you, um, if you are missing the smell of the Rio from STLV, <laughs> come with me on this journey. Uh, okay, I'm going to take a step back for a second. So I got this diffuser and it comes, it came with a bunch of essential oils, which are great. I personally prefer the eucalyptus one. That's fine. But I was looking to branch out a little bit to something a little more like, I don't know, a little more home fragrancy. And so I went on to Yankee Candle and it turns out they also have diffuser oils. And so I bought a couple because I don't, it's really hard to buy scented things off the internet. Anyway, I bought a couple. And then this one I put into my diffuser and when I tell you that it felt like I was instantly transported back to the Rio, <laughs> it was the weirdest, it was the weirdest thing. And yeah, cause you know how smells can trigger memories. It was like that. And then I thought, you know, maybe I'm just being crazy. So I asked my partner as well. And he was like, yeah. I won't keep you in suspense anymore. This is it. I don't know if you can see that. This is Yankee. It's Yankee Candle. It's called Warm Lux Cashmere. <laughs> if you are missing the Rio, it's worth a try, especially because uh, STLV isn't at the Rio this year. It's at Bally's, and I can guarantee you it will not smell quite the same. Uh, but that's it. Yankee Candle Warm Lux Cashmere. I do get an affiliate commission from the Amazon link, but I am not like, I'm not like a Yankee Candle representative. I just want to say that. Anyway, let's, uh, let's move on because what the other thing that I did promise uh, was to go back and look at uh, what was happening in daily Star Trek news back when this show was born. So I have dug up I have dug, I'm not going to read the whole script, don't worry. I have dug up the script from Tuesday, 23rd of April, 2019. 
um, from Daily Star Trek News. And uh, I just want to take you guys down a little bit of a memory hole to what was going on back then. So I did three stories on that day. Uh, Here we go. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt and today is Tuesday, April 23rd, 2019. Coming up on today's show, newly sisterless Spock seeks his opposite with Kirk. IDW Comics takes on the aftermath of Discovery Season 2. And the Picard series is making it so as we speak. So, those stories on the very first episode of Daily Star Trek News... um, Number one was talking about, there's a reference at the end of uh, Discovery Season 2 where um, somebody says to, oh, um, Michael Burnham says to Spock to find his opposite. And Michelle Paradise, who of course is uh, one of the executive producers of Star Trek Discovery, confirmed to Cinema Blend that that was... um, uh, taking care of, uh, talking specifically about his future and Kirk. Um, she said, absolutely, that definitely is Kirk. Interesting. Especially when now, now with what we know about Strange New Worlds Season 2 with Paul Wesley coming on as Kirk. It's interesting. Um, then the next story was IDW Star Trek Discovery Aftermath Comics. Um, And of course, they've been going from strength to strength on the Star Trek comics since then. But here's the really fun one, I think, especially given where we are in Star Trek Picard right now. According to TrekMovie.com, who cited the industry newsletter Production Weekly, shooting started yesterday, April 22nd, 2019, and is scheduled to run until around September 16th of this year. The show is expected to run for 10 episodes, with shooting to be divided up into five two-episode blocks. The directors of the four, first four episodes are already known. Honolly Culpepper, who directed the season two Discovery episode, The Red Angel, will direct the first two episodes. And Trek alum Jonathan Frakes confirmed last week that he will be directing episodes three and four. We had the whole universe of Star Trek Picard laid out in front of us, and we didn't know what to expect. Uh, kind of fun. Um... Let's see, trivia that week was talking about uh, Captain Picard's fish called Livingston. Um, We had, what else did we have that week? Um, Wow, really not a lot. (laughs) Um, Oh, Captain Lorca went on to uh, Star Trek Online. Um, And, oh... Here we go. Uh, This was on Friday, the 26th of April, 2019. Uh, According to NBC News, citing sources, claims that CBS is in talks once again to merge with Viacom. (laughs) It's weird. It's weird to think that when I started doing this show, CBS and Viacom hadn't even merged. CBS All Access was a thing. Definitely wasn't Paramount Plus, and we definitely weren't doing the Paramount Global thing yet. That's pretty weird. Anyway, so that was that was the first week of shows, um, and then I went back because um, so 
any of you who do podcasts, sort of a, a good rule of thumb is do a whole bunch of episodes before you actually start publishing because the first few you do will suck. Um, so I did exactly that. I actually did three or four weeks, I think. Um, so the... <laughs> The fun things that happened before Daily Star Trek news happened. Uh, let's see, we're talking about, uh, there was a fan petition, if you recall, about uh, asking CBS to give Anson Mount his own uh, Captain Pike-led series. We know how that turned out. Um, oh, I'm catching you up on the latest announcement from Disney about their new streaming service, Disney Plus, and how it could affect CBS All Access. So at the time, we didn't even have Disney Plus, which is kind of nuts to think about. Um, and on Friday the 19th of April, the story that didn't make it into the real, uh, the real Daily Star Trek news. Um, <laughs> do you remember when... Uh, here's what... It, <laughs> Here's what I wrote. A little bonus to spice up your weekend. If you haven't yet seen it, search the web for the YouTube video entitled Jonathan Frakes Telling You You're Wrong for 47 Seconds. We all know that video by now, um, but that was the first time I'd heard of it. So, you know, anyway. All right. I'm going to stop now because I think I've yammered on about the history for long enough, but it is absolutely fascinating. I don't think that you can listen to those early episodes of Daily Star Trek News anymore on things like Apple Podcasts because I think it only goes back 300 episodes. Um, and there's been way more than 300 episodes of this show. Uh, but I think you can see it on the website, dailystartreknews.com. You should be able to search for April 2019 or something like that. Um, if you're interested, let me know. I'll put a link down below too. Anyway, thank you for that. Um, thank you for all of your support getting us to three years. Of course, um, things are a little bit different. It used to be just me and now we have a whole team and it's really the whole team that kind of makes the whole thing happen. Um, I give them credit every week and I don't give them enough credit every week. Um, it's Chris Peterson, David Powell, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, and Marina Kravchuk, all of those guys really, you know, keep us rolling every week. And a big thank you to them. And of course, to the Patreon supporters who have kept us going this whole time too. And now I'm going to shut up. Thank you. All right. Let us go and uh, check in on the poll. So you have a few minutes more to vote here on YouTube. And uh, I'm going to go and look on Twitter. The question today, are you planning to see Star Trek The Motion Picture on the big screen? And of course, yes, no, maybe. <laughs> and it depends on COVID. Currently on Twitter, let's have a look. Uh, the majority of people, well, not quite, a plurality, technically, a plurality of people with 44.7% of the vote are saying yes, they'll go and see it on the big screen. 31.6% uh, says no. 15.8% uh, uh, in third place says it depends on COVID and 7.9% uh, in last place says that they haven't decided yet. Um, I do want to call out Kristoff specifically because he said he, he called it the motionless picture, which I know a lot of people do. But I do just want to point out that I understand that Star Trek The Motion Picture is a, is a slow-paced movie. Uh, you know, it's sort of a, a gentle rocking boat on a calm sea. Um, the motion there is really the motion that happens in your heart. Uh, it's one of my favorite Star Trek movies, if you can't tell. 
<laughs> anyway. But in all serious, Christoph, I hope that it does actually come to um, to the theater near you. I don't know what the Fathom Events coverage is like uh, in countries that are not the United States. Right, I'm going to end the poll over here too. Here we go. <laughs> okay, on YouTube, are you planning to see Star Trek The Motion Picture on the big screen? Now, see, this is really interesting. It's totally opposite. So in first place with uh, no, <laughs> uh, 37% of you on YouTube have said no. Uh, 33 said yes. 20% uh, have said I haven't decided. And just 8% says it depends on COVID. So, um, uh, well, I guess we'll have to see when it comes out in May. Anyway, thank you all for voting in the poll. Uh, if you are here with me on the YouTube live stream, stick around for a second. I'm just going to close out the show and then we can chat about stuff. Uh, otherwise, uh, that is it for this week in Daily Star Trek News. Thank you very much for listening. And just a reminder that if you're listening on the podcast, come on over and um, hang out with us on YouTube. Because obviously you get all the same stuff, but then we do some additional uh, chatting around um, towards the end of the show. And it's, uh, it's a good deal of fun. So please do that. It's at youtube.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Um, and remember, you can find all of this week's stories, in, including some stuff that I didn't talk about. Uh, there's our events listing, uh, trivia. Uh, history this week was really great. Teed an entire article on uh, Shakespeare and Star Trek. And listen, the title of it is called <laughs> Let's Get This Bardy Started. It's very good. Go check it out. All of that stuff is on dailystartreknews.com and all of that stuff will come straight to your inbox if you sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. There we go. Anyway, thank you again for listening. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and everything that we've talked about today is written by Chris Peterson, Marina Kravchuk, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, and David Powell. And of course, the show is sponsored by people like you through Patreon. You can find out more uh, and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. I will be back next week, which is the last week before we have Star Trek Strange New Worlds in our life. Um, I'll be back next week uh, with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.